0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot at what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. This question comes from Chris in Long Island. Chris says, I'm having a hard time getting offers accepted. I'm seeing so many people closing deals on social media, we keep getting outbid. What am I doing wrong? Well, Chris, this is a great question. I can't say that you're doing anything wrong. The worst thing you could do is pay too much for a project simply to get the short-term feeling of accomplishment that you got a deal closed. If you paid too much or you bought the wrong project, that feeling of accomplishment will be terribly short-lived. You'll spend months or even years trying to recover from having made a poor decision. I believe it's important to take the time, independent of any outside stimulus, to plan your own business based on the capability and capacity of your business. also believe you should be setting stretch objectives that expand the capability of your business. One of the largest mistakes I see people make is to undertake projects that are too small. You also need to recognize that many projects will not come to fruition. They may fail in due diligence. They may fail because you run out of time in your contingency period, and you make the decision to cancel the contract you'll also experience delays in projects. It's easy in the world of social media to play the comparison game. In that world, it's very difficult to know what's the real story behind various projects. It's easy to get wrapped up in the narrative and the vanity metrics. Apartment count is one of those vanity metrics. I see people announcing that they closed on 300 units, and then again, another 200 units. I know some investors who publicly claim they own thousands of units, but I also know their business model. In many cases, these projects are syndicated. That means that the limited partners, those who invested the money, own the vast majority of the shares in that venture. The sponsors of the general partner own maybe 20 or 30% of the project. And in that case, there can be several members within the sponsor group. So that remaining 20% gets divided as well. Each individual sponsor might actually own 10% or less of the project. But remember, the bank still has a claim of perhaps 80% of the project. So while it's impressive to say you just bought 200 units, your share might be just 20 units out of that 200 unit project. And the actual equity share of that project that you own free and clear is maybe three or four units. Over time, the pay down of the loan principal, the equity share of the project will increase and wealth can be created. But to say that you own hundreds or thousands of units is a little bit misleading. I see a lot of syndicators put the majority of their effort into capital raising. These purchases can be a great thing if the business plan is executed well, but the emphasis needs to be on execution. And I can guarantee you that hardly anyone is posting on social media that they canceled a contract or that they got outbid or that a project got delayed because of an issue with a lender or title insurance or with tenants. They're just not posting those kinds of issues. People tend to post their successes only. You don't see the majority of projects that don't see the light of day. One of the most successful investors i know looks at hundreds of deals before pulling the trigger on a handful and even then only a small percentage of those will actually close it's a bit like playing the comparison game with the photos in a magazine you don't see the model is wearing makeup that the photos have been modified in photoshop that extra bit of flabby skin on the back of the arms has been slimmed down and eliminated to appear thin and toned The problem is when you play the comparison game the comparison is against a magazine cover that's not real This year, even in our business, we posted pictures of projects that completed. You didn't see the fact that we canceled a contract on a 13-acre property in Houston. You didn't see that we lost a bid on a 10.3-acre property a few hundred yards away. You didn't see that we let go of another 10-acre parcel about 1.6 miles away. This project, when completed, if it completes, will be amazing. We've got a great design, we've got a clear sign of demand in this particular quadrant of Northwest Houston. But so far, we failed to get this project off the ground no less than five times. Are we doing something wrong? Well, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But I do know that when we finally get this project launched into construction, we're not going to cut corners and we're not going to take undue risks. That means underwriting the deal conservatively, making sure there's plenty of margin in both the project budget for construction and for delays. So. Don't get psyched out by social media, by what you're seeing posted in the public eye. As you think about that, thank you, Chris, for an awesome question. And for listeners at home, have a great rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.